0: This episode of the Chow Talk Podcast is brought to you by the Ridiculously Large Bucket of Dirt Subscription Service. If you are anyone who wants to work on home projects and would need a ridiculously large amount of dirt, this is the number one dirt delivery service in Canada. The Ridiculously Large Bucket of Dirt contains more dirt and costs less per liter than any of their other competitors, such as Big Green Bag, and they even have higher quality dirt. The higher quality dirt is great for growing many different types of plants, it's excellent for either farming or just some backyard gardening. The large amount of dirt is great for companies needing dirt for landscaping. The bucket is a gargantuan 800 liters and only costs a measly 150 Canadian dollars a month. And if you contact their website, RidiculouslyLargeBucketOfDirtSubscriptionService.org, you can enter code ShellTalk. The first month of dirt is absolutely free. That's right, absolutely free. So visit their website for a free 800 liter bucket of dirt. If you're unsatisfied, just cancel the subscription at no fee. Surprise the dirt lover in your life as the next month's bucket would be delivered just a week before the holidays. Again, I would like to thank the ridiculously large bucket of Dirt Subscription Service for sponsoring this video. Go to their website and get yourself some dirt. Alright. So I want to talk about a team that hasn't been so dirty. That's the Winnipeg Jets. Alright?
1: Winnipeg Jets,
0: baby. (laughs) The Winnipeg Jets. Which... I have uh, a graph open right now showing uh, penalty minutes drawn comparing penalty minutes taken, and they draw the lowest penalty minutes per game. All right. I'm with you. So, what what do you think about that? Why do you think why do you what do you think's changed from last season where they were among the uh,
1: highest? Okay, well we were talking about it earlier, and the third member of the Telltale podcast who isn't going to be in this one. Um, he uh I brought up a very good point saying that uh actually it might have been you that said, I can't remember, but uh has gone. Myers yeah. is gone, uh Truba, I, I don't know how I don't really know how much penalty minutes he put up, but I I saw him in the box a fair bit, I think. Um he's mm-hmm. gone.
0: And Bufflin.
1: And yeah, and Bufflin's gone who also I mean, he, he sometimes he accidentally takes penalties just because he's so big, you know, he's kind of noticeable. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, those, what did I say, four guys there? Uh, but those guys have like to yeah. I mean, at least, like, two penalty minutes a game, maybe. Like,
0: well, excuse me, I was, uh...
1: <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> I was
0: thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking about it. And I think they honestly have a genuine change in playing the game.
1: Yeah, right. so last year, last year, they didn't have to...
0: They, they, they didn't were, have they to outscore. Able,
1: yeah, and they were able to take penalties. They, they were, uh-huh. like, this year, they're more of a... I mean, their offense is very good. Their goaltending has been absolutely, like, insane. Like, Hellebuck should be invested in a conversation. I, I, he, I think he is. Yeah, like, I'd say probably him, um, who else has been really good... Um Holpe, I'm pretty sure, has been very good. I'm um, I, I not too Hope sure. Holpe's been very yeah. good. I could see. Darcy him. Kemper. Darcy Kemper, yes. That's the person I was thinking of.
0: Mm-hmm. Darcy
1: Kemper, I, I could see him easily. At this point, right now, I'd say Darcy Kemper should win it. But I mean, there is still mm-hmm. 60 games left, something like that. So. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, see. another reason I think the change in. Uh, the change in, like, attitude towards it is that, oh, I'm trying to find this, but I believe Winnipeg has the lowest penalty kill percentage. They have the worst penalty kill in the NHL. Mm. Right? Yeah. So, I think they actually really needed to adapt that with their main penalty killers, and, like, Dustin Bufflin, like, those defenders, right? That are gone. Well, the only, like, remaining one is Josh Morrissey, and he wasn't, like he doesn't take many penalties.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a
0: combination of both on both ends.
1: Yeah, kind of them realizing that they can't afford to take penalties anymore. Or last year, they have massive guys like True Von Bufflin on the penalty kill. Like, it's it's a lot harder to kill a penalty this year than it would have been last year. I think that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. And, yeah, Another... so right now... Oh, you... go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to transition to something else, oh, okay. if you wanted to. Uh,
1: uh, right now, so <laughs> Winnipeg is sitting in third in the Central, which is pretty good. Um, yeah. And, 14, nine and one that's... I mean, I didn't really expect that from them this year. Um, yeah. They're, they're doing was, pretty well. Like,
0: I don't know if... Pr- you could probably see in the last podcast, we might have said something about this, but I was... Full on okay if the Jets tank this season, yeah, just I because would, of yeah, how amazing I mean, that draft class is. Yeah,
1: it, it, like I would have been a little bit like upset, like you know, like I they could have won the cup two years ago easily, like not easily. Yeah, that's not But they, they had a good chance to win the cup la- uh, two years ago. Last year was a little bit rough of a year. Um, I probably honestly I think it was a pretty good year. It was just because of the year before was just so good and so like, because you have to look, they were really bad for their first however many years they were in the league. Then they have last year, yeah which like was just an insanely
0: like six years
1: yeah and, and then like, the, the two year two years ago they come second in the league they like like just everything felt ins- like awesome with them and then last mm-hmm. year they didn't do as good and you kind of notice a lot more wrong now that you've seen them do good like so yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. going back on uh, goalies that have been playing well uh, Robin Leonard currently is. 5, 4, and
1: 3,
0: okay? And mm-hmm. starts, but he has a 9.38 save percentage.
1: Yeah.
0: He's oh. been remarkable.
1: Yeah, it, it, last year, did he end up getting
0: the best last year? No, that was... uh oh, Tampa Bay's goalie. I, oh, what's I'm it? Lost. Vasilevsky yeah. I, I blanked. <laughs> Who hasn't been doing that good? He's... Yeah. Let's see, where is he? 29th in save percentage. At 9.10 which is like good enough, and 282, but he won the Vezina last year, come on.
1: Alright, quick question, who makes the yeah. playoffs, so let's say four teams from the Atlantic make the playoffs instead of three, okay? Who okay. Goes, who goes from the, uh, from the Atlantic,
0: sorry? So, the number one team is Boston, they're going to win the Atlantic. Number two? Huh, number two in the Atlantic. Let me see standings right now. I'll just check this quick. Uh standings, divisions. Maybe Huh. Florida maybe. Florida? Let's see. I have them at just they're second in the Atlantic right now. Yes. And then Oh, go ahead. The third team? Probably Tampa Bay. Meaning a Florida-Tampa matchup in the first round, possibly. Or if they come second and third, then yeah. That'd be, that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be. And then... <sighs> Toronto. Toronto? I, yeah, I don't know if Montreal will make it with how they've been playing right now.
1: Yeah.
0: They need to turn it around quick.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, for me, yeah, I'd say Boston will win it. I think that they could... I think they have a good shot of going to the finals again. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're having a very good season. They won eight one against the Canadians last night. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's pretty rough. Uh but um yeah, so the Bruins I, I say top that division. Um mm-hmm. I say the Panthers kinda fall off a little bit, that's my prediction. Just like I say they still make the playoffs third or fourth seed in the in the Atlantic, but I don't yeah. think that they come second. I think they're gonna start feeling a little bit of struggles. I mean Bobrovsky, oh who knows is bad and they're doing this good. If Bobrovsky's um son comes
0: actually, back then, he in the in their games since like because they were doing bad at the beginning of the season, but yeah. Bobrovsky's had really good numbers since okay, then. I'm pretty okay. sure.
1: Well, that's good. Um, but yeah, let's say he comes up as his Vesna self, and he's always like I think he's like the only uh, only goalie to have two Vesnas in the last decade, maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I could, I could see them. If he if he's at the top of his game, I could see them staying in second and pushing for first. Um, yeah, but I with Boston being as good as they're being, they're they're nine zero four. The Bruins are nine zero and four at home.
0: Yeah, the, that's crazy. Are they at home tonight against Ottawa? Uh, I'm not sure because I know it's one one after what's in the middle of the third period. Okay,
1: um, so yeah, I'd say Florida moves down. I'm gonna say. Tampa gets second. Tampa gets on their game. I think that they're still struggling. They're their
0: on game. their game already. Yeah. They, it's they're, just they, they haven't they played do, as yeah, many games.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, they're 12-7-2. They have um, a similar record to Florida, who's in 2nd um, mm-hmm. They just have three less overtime losses. Um, so, let's say they get two wins in there, then they're ahead of Florida. Er, yeah, they'd be ahead of Florida with two, just two wins.
0: Um, on Hold on, on the topic of Florida, have you seen their goals for and goals against? It's ridiculous. Yeah. They have one of the most, they have, uh, let's see, what is this, sixth highest goals for per game, right? And the highest goals against per game. It's crazy what really? they're doing. Yeah. So yeah,
1: if their goalies were like, let's say... Okay, it seems like the good team, like a lot of the really good teams have around 60, around 60, like high 60s goals, goals uh, against. Let's say that they had like 68, 69, just to, you know. Uh, <laughs> then, As a random number? Yeah. <laughs> so 60, 69 goals against and 88 goals
0: for.
1: Mm. I'd say that they're top three in the league. Like, 20 goals is a lot of goals. Yeah. Uh, this early in the season. So, like, that could be, what, four more games won or something like that, possibly? Um, if you look Do you at, think... add four more wins to what they have, that's, uh, eight more points, and eight more points would put them at 37 points and be tied with Boston right now.
0: Yeah. Do you think this is a result of Joel Quenneville?
1: it has to be
0: <laughs> like he He's the the, the drop in defense but the the rise in offense
1: i would honestly say he might be the best coach of all time
0: really not the guy who had a million wins or whatever <laughs> <laughs> i mean who it was it was a team that retired their number and it was like the number 2000 something really yeah.
1: Sure. Can't remember who that is.
0: It is Scotty Bowman. Oh
1: yes, Scotty Bow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, never- you might be the best.
0: <laughs> Joel Quenville second and wins.
1: Yeah. Oh, like I don't know. It's it's I don't know. They're doesn't both very good obviously. <laughs> but like just the way he goes to Florida is super good. What about Barry Trotz though? He's with the Capitals. They win the President's trophy every second year or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, and then he uh, leaves there, goes to the Islanders, okay? The Islanders who've just lost their best player in franchise history, arguably.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And everyone expects them to be at the bottom of the league. I saw people like, why the heck would he go there? Like, well, he's going to lose his reputation, all that. And all of a sudden they come out and make it to the second round, I believe.
0: Uh, wait, the...
1: Last year, second round?
0: Yeah. Yeah, lost to
1: Carolina. If they beat
0: Pittsburgh, then yeah, that yeah. swept the so Carolina.
1: Yeah, makes to the second round with a team who just lost their best player in the last 30 years. Maybe of all time. Then this year, comes back. Um, I believe they're still on their point streak, right?
0: No, they lost 3 nothing to Anaheim.
1: No. To Anaheim, No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. all right well that's sad uh, anyways they break a franchise record for longest point streak with 16 or 17 games 17 mm-hmm. i think and that's ridiculous like he, he yeah he has to be like one of the even if he doesn't have the numbers exactly his teams have always been top of the league and that's Pretty crazy. So yeah. Now speaking of coaches a little bit of a uh off top or not off topic, uh poor topic here. Um something that you never really want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the Mike Babcock, we'll talk about the Ma- Mike Babcock incident first because it's smaller, and then we'll go into the, the giant issue. Okay. So, what do you, you, you've heard about the Mike Bob- Babcock thing, right? Yeah. Okay. What do you think about that? Like, embarrassing your rookie in front of your, the whole team. That's horrible. Yeah, yeah it is. That's, That's horrible. Yeah, and like, first off, it's, a rookie second off it's your yeah it's one of your best players you want him to stay with the team right you're, you're there for her, yeah. like, five years or however long it was that he's supposed to be there you're there for that long like you're gonna want to win and you think that embarrass like dividing your team is gonna make you win games <laughs> mm. and then all, not, not just that but then eventually let's say again let's say his teammates take it really bad and all of a sudden Mitch Murner's like yeah I don't want to be here anymore um, either does yeah. a sign with them or puts it in for a trade and then you lost your best player top one of your top three players and it, okay, think of it this way too let's say they have Joel Quinville there or Barry Charles, one of the most respectable coaches in the league um, yep. I mean as far as we know, doesn't do anything stupid like this yeah. and he does he still want 11 million dollars or does he take a 8 or 9 million dollars
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, that I'm, that had to have been, something like that had to have been used against him, like, used against the team to get Mitch Marner more money, and well-deservedly, too. Oh,
1: yeah. Like, it, man, I wouldn't want to go back there if I was him.
0: Yeah, you're thinking, if (laughs) I'm playing for this guy, you're paying me.
1: Yeah. Now, right. in, in an interview, he said that after a little while, they forgot about it, kind of, and they were, they built a nice yeah. relationship. That's good, but I still, you can't just get over, like... Think that, of it like an actual job. Happen. Yeah, exactly. If if so, if my boss, like, did that something to me like that and embarrassed me in front of everyone else that worked there, I'm gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can find a different job. Like, that's, that's horrible. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's that's not right. Um, again, not as bad you, as the other incident that we'll talk about. But
0: what I want to know is, with this happening, with the 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 the, the, re- the revealing of what Mike Babcock did and his recent after his recent firing, do you think he gets a job somewhere else in, I like, as does. a coach in the NHL? I
1: think he does. Just because it, it's it's a bad thing to do, but like it's. It's not like, for example, Bill Bill uh, Peters, that's his name, right? Bill Peters? Yeah. Okay. His, I don't think he gets another job in the NHL, unless it's in, like, 15 years or something. Like, maybe, he gets, or, maybe in, like, five years he gets a job in Europe, and then maybe finds his way back to the NHL in a long time. But, I... N- no. If... I don't think he'll come if,
0: back. If, if the anyone... Like, if mm-hmm. Bill Peters works for the NHL ever again, that's Something a disgrace yeah,
1: yeah. to
0: the National Hockey League. I don't
1: League. think he ever will unless somehow everyone just forgets about it. Yeah, he shouldn't. He no, shouldn't. He shouldn't. I don't think he should either, no. Yeah. Um, now, okay. Babcock definitely shouldn't have done that stuff. And... Yeah. Like, it makes you... Like, you know Mike Commodore? Uh,
0: guy's yeah. stuff about him? Um, yeah.
1: So this guy, like everyone always questioned him. I I, I saw on the Steve Daniel podcast earlier, like, like, because they made one, a podcast 45 minutes before it came out that Mitch Marner, uh, like, this incident with Babcock. Yeah. And, so and Babcock about, got like, fired. Yeah, and they are talking about, like, what's wrong <laughs> with this guy, Mike Commodore, like, all that. And, does he sent mm-hmm. a picture on his Twitter of, like, Babcock packing his bags into his truck and moving out of his house. And, Bruh. so, first of all, you never, like, that's just wrong. You don't, post pictures of people. The guy just got fired. I don't care what happened. He just got fired. You don't post pictures of him moving out of his house. Like, that's... That's, like <laughs> private. Yeah. Yeah, you don't do that. And then, yeah, you post that picture. It says, uh, good afternoon, folks. Mike Babcock has hashtag packed his bleep. So, like... <laughs> that's just not <laughs> right.
0: I, I don't that's not right at all.
1: You don't post a picture of someone packing, moving out of their house. Like... Yeah, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Babcock does get another job. Maybe. Okay. I, I'd say maybe give it a couple of years, a year or two, maybe more. A
0: follow up um, question? Where?
1: Well, before we knew this, I said the Calgary Flames. And if we never found stuff about this out, <laughs> I'd say the Calgary Flames could be a very, uh, very possible option. Although. Someone just gets fired. I don't know how quick you hire them like that, but it is Mike Babcock. He well, he's known to be one of the most successful coaches of all time. Um, so maybe they would look at it. I don't really know. Um, but uh-huh. but um, it's hard to say because I think he'll. I don't think he'll have a job for a year or two. Um, I think it'll have to like die down a little bit or whatever. Um, so it's really gonna be about like who's kind of bad when that happens,
0: Um Yeah.
1: So... I'm not sure. I
0: don't know. Okay, let's say he... gets a job next year, which could happen.
1: Yep. I think... Do a you... He gets a job this year. Like, it's a bad yeah. thing to do to somebody, but, like, it's not... It's not... super controversial, if you know what I mean. It's not, like, anything... It, yeah. Listen, said it was just a mistake. Like, he didn't... Maybe he just acts at, like I don't know I don't really know exactly no one really knows everything we
0: don't know exactly
1: so like there's a chance there's a slip up or something like I, I'm not 100% sure maybe he didn't mean to say everything he said or something I don't really know um, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I don't know um, I, there's a chance he gets a job this year I think he maybe just want to kind of lay low for the year maybe a year or two yeah job again I don't think I don't think he'll stay out of the NHL for sure. Like I I think he'll he'll have another job.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I can I can definitely see him coming back as at least management in some sort of the way for like another team, you know, mm-hmm. like assistant coach maybe, right?
1: Yeah, and maybe that's just it. Maybe he'll have to work his way up like again, just the assistant coach for like a year or whatever, and then maybe he finds. Another co- I, don't, I don't really know exactly. But, yeah. I mean, no one um, does know. He doesn't even know. <laughs> a
0: thing about Mike Babcock, it, comparing him to John Tortorella, right? Mm-hmm. John Tortorella, he's been a coach for a long time, right? Yeah. And he has changed how he coaches according to how the game's changed. I don't think Mike Babcock has changed how he's coached.
1: No.
0: For, like, the past 15 years yeah. or however long.
1: And to think, like, so in the past two days or three days or whatever, these two instances have came out. Actually three, there was also, uh, I don't know how to say its name, it's Mitchell, was it the, Mike, Michelle Jordan or something like that. Michael, uh, was it know. the punching yeah, or the punching kicking? Yeah, kicking in the back of the head and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that was also with Bill Peters, I believe. Um, yeah. So like basically three instances have come out. How many coaches do you think, or, like, just people in hockey, do you think, are just sitting there, like, s- scared as hell right now that something I about them is going to come out? Like, it's definitely not just these two. Like, there's stuff probably happening every week. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, and if you look in history, like, there's some bad things that have happened. Like, I, I've read a book about uh, Sheldon. Uh, hold on, let me look up his name real quick. I think it's Sheldon Kennedy. Um. Yeah, Sheldon Kennedy, I believe. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's him. Uh, he wrote a book. Ugh, I can't remember the name right now. Um. And. He. he so in junior hockey, I believe in the WHL. I think he was with the Saskatoon Blades. That could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. I'm 100 sure. Um, his coach would sex like rape him and stuff like that. Um, and so he was the captain of the team. Sorry, it was the... How Super, old is he? Swift Current Broncos. It was In the WHL, he would have been like 18 or so. That's... That's messed up. And... So, yeah, stuff like that... Like for that kind of thing i would say probably only a couple times ever in the world that that would have would have
0: happened with the coach but the thing is we don't know
1: yeah and, yeah exactly and
0: we don't know the statistics yeah and, it could be so much worse than we think
1: exactly and there's all the junior hockey and all that like so yeah. much stuff could have happened so many like the the intensity that like some of these kids playing like wee bantam and midget like triple a double a yeah. like that even the parents are like, like abusing their kids after games if they do bad. Yeah, the parent,
0: they're the parents are probably the worst. Oh yeah, definitely. Honestly,
1: you never like something that's really sad. I, I, this isn't. I don't think anything to do with hockey. This was just probably mental health issues or something that made this happen. But the so if you look last year, the I think they were the best team in like Canadian midget AAA history, the Don Mills Flyers. They had guys like mm. Shane Wright. I think they had like three of the top five picks in the OHL, um, yeah, including an underage who was an exceptional status Shane Wright. Um, yeah, so they were they. I think they went like seventy-seven zero and one that year, something <laughs> like that. It was ridiculous. Um, and so yeah, they, uh, their goalie, I believe from the year before, uh, his name is Roy, and then I'm not gonna try to pronounce his last name. It's uh, pretty hard last name to pronounce. He, okay. uh, I believe, was just killed by his step... Like, murdered by his ex, step Oh, brother, I, I I've i um, heard about this. I'm not this. sure all the details about it, so I'm not going to, like, talk about it or anything much. But, like, that's... Yeah. Like, stuff like that happens, and that's one of the stat- saddest things you could ever hear. But, like, yeah. stuff like... Um, I watched some videos about the Humboldt Broncos incident and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And all... Like, their coach apparently, like, changed their lives. Like, he was... So, like, stuff like that where, like, the coach actually changes their lives and stuff, that's, like, yeah that's, that's good to hear. Like, it, it helps, um, like, bring back, like, like respect and stuff. Like,
0: yeah, 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 I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, like, for, think of a parent now, like, their kid going through the system, going up, and, like, they hear all this stuff about coaches, like, abusing their, like, other people's kids and stuff like yeah, Some, as a parent, the, you don't want yeah, that. Like, uh, there's probably at least a few parents hearing this are like, okay, yeah, I'm not letting my kid play hockey. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that shouldn't and, be how it goes, but that's that's how it's going to go.
0: Like, and children go. playing hockey in Canada has been declining. Yeah. On account of many things, but the intensity of the sport and their parents knowing that is definitely one of them. Yeah. Like...
1: And, yeah, it's... The it's, sport's gotten brutal honestly It there's not as much dirty plays and stuff like that as before but it's it, yeah it's still it's just not as um it's still not safe really and it's it's not just on the ice it's off the ice that's really bad now so, yeah yeah um so yeah why don't we talk about Bill Peters now okay. so I'm not gonna say the words that he said
0: um, yes okay. yeah. <laughs> um, you, no one yeah, no, really so should no, be saying no, those things no absolutely not
1: so um after the uh, Mike Babcock firing and it came out that he the words he said to uh, uh, or the thing that happened with Mitch Marner um, mm-hmm. Akeem Aliu, who is famous for his incident with uh, I think Steve Downey I'm pretty sure his name was um okay. the it was a hazing incident so bullying basically. And I'm pretty sure I, I did some research on it before, I can't remember everything. Um, but they ended up getting a fight in a practice I think Ellie was hurt pretty bad. I'm not hundred uh-huh. percent sure, but it was it was pretty like uh it was a big thing and it actually it brought a lot of attention to like uh junior hockey, like hazing in general because like that's a huge thing as a rookie. You go into a team in junior hockey and you have to do everything. You have to, like, mm-hmm. that, Like you're just, you're basically, like, they, they basically own you. They make you do, like, all kinds of stuff. Oh,
0: Flames head coach Bill Peters apologized for a Keem Alou incident. This just came out on Sportsnet. Oh,
1: did he?
0: Yeah. Wow. Which so,
1: does that mean he admits to, it? admits to it?
0: Yes, but how I feel is, him saying it now instead of any time before this coming out is just him yeah. doing it out of like pretty much being forced himself. into this.
1: Yeah, and the thing is though, like, there's no way he keeps his job. Like, so I'm pretty, he was probably being silent before. This is all. This is all stuff to do with lawyers and stuff. Like, this is actually like, yeah, like, someone's losing their job. Like, so. I feel like he probably wasn't allowed to speak. He's probably been, like, notified that he's going to be relieved of his duties or something like that. So he's probably now apologizing just to save, like, maybe to hopefully get him a job. His, the I don't really know.
0: his exact words. Please accept this as a sincere apology to you and the entire Calgary Flames organization for offensive language I used in a professional setting a decade ago. Like, he's just trying to play it off like it was and almost nothing. That's what that seems to that me. He
1: was a decade. Like, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know what exactly.
1: His, um, what, like, what his tone was in it, but, like, I don't know. Well, it's good that he it was pro- a quote out of like his, his
0: letter. Himself.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's so a quote out of a, a letter, him. so... Okay.
1: Yeah, there's a chance maybe, maybe he was just trying to bring up the time it happened or maybe he was trying to say it was a so. yeah, I, don't I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. But... I feel like he's been fired, but now at this point, it's just a legal thing, and they're gonna, if someone says the wrong thing, then Mm -hmm. there goes their case kind of thing, like, so, it's, they're they're probably waiting on, like, stuff, and trying to figure out exactly what to say, I feel like we'll know by tonight, at some point, maybe tomorrow morning, or something like that, that we'll know what, that he's been fired, but,
0: well, the fact that he apologized, there's no way he's keeping his job now,
1: yeah, exactly. So you if you can't say that stuff and keep your job. So and if if, yeah. if he does keep his job, then there goes there's a boycott in the NHL. Like
0: yeah, stuff like bad
1: stuff is gonna happen for them. the NHL. Shouldn't allow him to keep his job. I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I want
0: to yeah. quickly go back on the like coaches in younger um younger teams like uh being super demanding and stuff. But yeah. also can just be cruel. Yeah. Here's a case, um I I don't know when this was October eleventh, twenty nineteen. Mm. Okay. This this is a team of fourteen year olds. Oh, okay, the starting Long starting. Island okay. Goals. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. They forfeit the game today because ten of their players were suspended for the entire season for an incident last week where five players were sent to and pooped and peed in the opposing team's bags and their locker room. That's
1: psychotic. That's a It was
0: later determined the entire team would be suspended. During the investigation, it was discovered that six sets of parents and coaches encouraged this due to the team needing to make a statement about who they're dealing with. What is that? That's disgusting.
1: Now, now, was that a triple A team, you said, or double
0: A? Or was it... Uh, no, I... They're 14-year-olds... The I H L. I don't know where that is.
1: Okay, well, it's probably it seems like a high level of hockey, like, and maybe like I I, I have like, no clue. Like I feel like that's a high level of hockey. So there's a chance that these kids could have careers, and now they're suspended for an entire year of hockey because yeah. Let's be honest. At that age, you don't just go and do that. That's like that. Someone would have had to tell them to do that. Like they would. Have they were yeah physically. yeah so the coaches or parents or whatever could have just costed these kids their career because they wanted them to poop in somebody's hockey bag. Yeah. That's disgusting. Like I'll go back to the Humboldt thing. The, mm-hmm. the team that the Humboldt Broncos were going to play that night, the Nipissing Hawks, I believe they're called. Um, yeah, they, okay. That night they ended up going, driving to this, uh, um, like church thing, I don't remember the exact name of like what it was called, um, but all the Humboldt Broncos parents were sitting there, and mm-hmm. when all the Broncos parents got there, that the team was already sitting in like the corner, all praying for the players and stuff like that. So that yeah. like that's that,
0: like, that's a that's an organization that has class. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then in there for the rest of the playoffs, because I think they ended up winning the yeah they ended up winning the playoffs too. Um, the team yeah, that the uh, the they were gonna play. Yeah, yeah, and for the rest of the playoffs, they wore the humble Broncos helmets, like the green helmets with the stickers, and yeah. So like that's like uh, so much respect for that team. And then you look at honestly, 14-year-old a 14-year-old uh, kid team like this doing that. That's just
0: yeah, like not only that. What does that say about your league? The does Atlantic look- Youth Hockey League has yeah. found it.
1: That's oh my god! That's horrible.
0: Where is this? Is I think what it is, A Y H L. I don't know what else it would be.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's just not right.
0: Or alternative youth? Fuck, I don't know. It's something like that.
1: Anyways, so let's talk about what Bill Peters. What exactly happened with Bill Peters? So yeah, Eliu, who is famous for his hazing incident with Steve Downey, um posted this on Twitter. Uh, so, in quotes, not very surprising the things we're hearing about Babcock. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Same sort of deal with his prodigy in YYC. So I'm not sure, exactly sure what YYC means. I don't really know what that means. Um, but the prodigy is, so when they were in Detroit, when, like, Babcock was head coach in Detroit, one of his assistant mm-hmm. coaches was Bill Peters. Oh. Um, uh... Yeah. So, and... Uh, I believe after, after the assistant coach in after the assistant coaching job in, uh, Carolina or in uh, Detroit, I mm-hmm. believe got a head coaching job, in, or, no sorry I think it, I think before he was the assistant coach in Detroit he was the head coach for the Rockford IceHogs which, um is the, I think I believe it still is but at least at the time it was the Chicago Blackhawks AHL, uh, team. So, All right. Uh, you played for that team. It was his rookie season. First season of pro hockey after dealing with the Hays and in, in the OHL. Mm-hmm. First season of pro hockey um, under the head coach of Bill Peters. Um, Peter, so uh, he. after he says the prodigy in YYC, he says, uh, Peters dropped the end bomb several times towards me in the dressing room in my rookie year because he didn't like my choice of music. Um... So, um, yeah, that's just, that's that's, horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, over his choice of music. And so he went into further uh, detail, um, Mm -hmm. saying one morning before the pregame skate, he walked in the dressing room and, uh, he said, I'm sick of you playing that N word, S word, um, talking about his music. And then he said, I'm yeah. sick of, or, uh, he said, I'm sick of you playing that. And then he said, I'm sick of hearing that N-word, effing, other N-words in the A-word stuff. Yeah. So that's, like, that's horrible. Like, that's completely racist. <laughs> and yeah. that's just horrible. <laughs> that like, ch- even, even if you ch- said that as a joke, you don't joke like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. No. This is extremely unprofessional by Bill Peters, and he deserves to lose his job for this.
1: Yeah. I don't think he should have another job in hockey unless... Yeah. Like, like, uh, honestly, I hope that he does some sort of... Like, does a big act to, like, like, do stuff for charity, do stuff, like, something like that. Or, like, I don't really know exactly what he would do. Donate stuff to, like unprivileged kids to play hockey something like that and like i don't know and then maybe go to like a year up like in five to ten years and maybe get an assistant coaching job there and just like maybe work his way up but i I don't want him ever getting another job unless he does stuff to help people you know what i mean like so yeah
0: yeah i know what you mean that's
1: that's horrible that he would say anything like that Mm mm-hmm and I see people saying stuff to um, Akeem Ali saying, like, like, why would you say that now? You're just trying to ruin someone's career. Like, Bill Peter... That doesn't you know, matter when career.
0: he said it, yeah.
1: After that happened, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Akeem Ali said something about um, he went. He started rebelling against him, against his coach, because, like, wouldn't you... Yeah. He, he actually said this to you. He said, wouldn't you rebel against him? He, like... like so apparently, he said he had like 20, he was en route to 20 goals in his rookie year in the AHL, and uh-huh. um, Bill Peters got him sent down to the ECHL because he was going against him because of what he said. Yeah. So That's... like, he ruined his career, and people are saying that Ali is ruin, uh, ruining Bill Peters' career, and he's only doing it to ruin his career, and that was 10 years ago. Well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's not right
0: so do you want to move on from this yeah I, I think, think we've so. touched everything yeah,
1: let's go into a little bit brighter
0: I want to talk about some statistics this season because our first episode was I believe in the middle of the preseason uh, yes, and we hadn't made an episode since <laughs> unfortunately yep. so a lot of ha- a lot has happened <laughs> a lot of happened a lot of happened <laughs> a lot of things have happened Try to save both of those at the same time. Um I wanna talk about some player stats right now. Right. David Pasternak has twenty three goals in twenty four games. Okay?
1: Give him the Maurice, bro.
0: Okay. Well actually I don't know, has he did he score tonight? Oh hold on. Probably probably uh, five goals or something. I know Boston won two one. Um scores If he scored tonight I don't know. He, he might not have. So that's 23 goals in 25 games. That's still... He's still realistically, like, in contention for... You know, he didn't score. So 23 goals in 25 games. Could he hit 50 and 50? Um,
1: I don't think he will. That's just...
0: Are you okay? <laughs> oh my, yo, I was just... No, okay. I was just looking through current games. The Leafs are winning six 0 over Detroit. Fifty-two shots on goals what? for and for it's Toronto. 40 and 40
1: seconds. What?
0: They don't have a goal in the third period. Really? They got six goals in two periods. This is a new Leafs team for sure.
1: Yeah. Okay, on Sheldon Keith, he's from or he's, sorry, he's not from where I live. But he <laughs> he's, he a,
0: legend he, yeah, he's <laughs> a legend where you live.
1: So the uh, Pembroke Lumber Kings junior A team here. He bought them. Shout Pembroke
0: out Lumber. to the Pembroke Lunger, Lumber Lumber Kings. They're following Kings. us, bro. They're following yeah, us.
1: Yeah, you guys should follow them, or not follow them. Well, yeah, follow them, but also follow follow their lead and follow us. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> so um, yeah, so he he bought the Pembroke Lumber Kings in two thousand three, I believe. Um, they were one of the worst ranked teams in Canada for junior A level, and so he bought them. Um, he didn't know, like, he didn't know what to do exactly. He had a, uh, he played in the NHL, um, not for long. He ended up having an injury. Let me bring up his stats. When he played in the OHL, he was a pretty controversial player. Uh, one time they went to the Memorial Cup and when they won the OHL playoffs, he, he was the captain of the team and he went to shake, like, the people's hands. There were some military people. And he skipped the, I think it was the commissioner of the OHL, he skipped shaking his hand. Um, really? I can't remember why. I, I, uh, There's a video of Sportsnet made it and it explained it stuff pretty well. Um, in,
0: then, hold on, in 125 NHL games, he got 24 points.
1: Yeah, so, not like the strongest career, but like, <laughs> I mean, his coaching is uh, undefeated. Well,
0: lot, maybe not, pl- so. strongest playing career.
1: Yeah, yeah so and then once he went with the lumber kings um it was so there's a guy named david frost some of you guys might have heard of him um he they're an nhl player sent so a hitman out to kill him yeah that's, you guys have heard of that um so yeah you guys can go watch the espn original video on that if you want um but yeah guy was pretty messed up um so yeah, yeah uh, mike danton st louis blues player um during the playoffs, sent a hitman to kill this David Frost guy. Um, well, he says you visit for someone else, but anyways, you can go watch a video on that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, there was a lot of controversy um, because David Frost was also allegedly, like, sex, like uh, legally sexually assaulting uh, children, I think, or something like that. Um, so he had a lot of legal issues. And then, um, he was the agent of uh, Sheldon Keefe, and he was... Seen at the Lumber Kings games, a lot, uh, watching Sheldon Keith. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, Sheldon Keith ended up coaching. I believe in 2005, 2006. That year, they went from one of the worst ranked teams in Junior A for Canada to first place in the CCHL, which is the league they play in, and um, one of the top ranked teams in the in Junior A in Canada. Um, they ended up losing um, in the second round in an upset. Uh, then he went the next year, coached them, won the CCHL playoffs, did the same thing for the next five years in 2010-2011, I believe. Um, he uh, brought them, they won the CCHL playoffs again for the, I think it was the fifth or sixth year in a row, I can't remember. I uh, can't do the math right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, brought them to this uh don't know if it was provincial or national championship, won that, and then won I think an international championship or something, maybe national I can't remember, but ended up being the best team in Canada. Um, yeah. Well, won five years of him, Kyle Dubis. So no one wanted to give him a job in other like higher leagues because he was um, because of his past in his playing career and then stuff with David Frost. Um, but mm-hmm. Kyle Dubis ended up calling him offered him the job in Sault Ste. Marie, went there, uh, ended up, he won the, I believe he won the Co- coach of the year for the CHL, so all of Canadian hockey. Um, had, was super successful there, like broke the record for the, for the, I don't know, for the CHL or just for the team or for the OHL, but for most wins or most points. Um, went, ended up, Kyle Dubas, Kyle Dubis ended up giving it a, calling him and offered him a job. Uh, with the Marlies, I believe it was his first year with the Marlies. They won the uh, the Calder Cup, which is the champion playoff championship in the AHL. And mm-hmm. the next year, uh, didn't win, but we're a pretty good team. And then this year,
0: now he's the coach. It's
1: called by Kyle Dubis for the third time. and is offered the <laughs> job. He is now three and zero as the Leafs beat this, the Detroit Red Wings six nothing as of like a minute ago and um, yeah so he's undefeated 3 and 0 um I, like it's honestly just insane to like think about he comes from this tiny town where like i don't not many people have gone big from here in anything
0: like he's from just, Brampton like,
1: well yeah and then he coached
0: he noted before. brampton native sheldon um, keith yes sir.
1: <laughs> yeah so he goes from an nhl player to uh, owning a tiny franchise in a tiny town <laughs> to Toronto Maple Leafs head coach. <laughs>
0: it's okay. now undefeated with them. Yeah. So
1: that's crazy. Um, yeah. It, like congratulations to him. I, I, that's <laughs> insane. Um,
0: we know he's listening. He's here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, bro. And just a little note. He ended up selling that franchise to Dale McTavish, which I believe is the father. Mason, Mason McTavish. McTavish? Watch oh my guy, god! <laughs>
0: I was just crazy. looking at his stats right now. Really? I'm not even joking. Yeah, <sighs> in 19 games, he has 18 points this season. He's okay. leading the OHL. The He's leading the OHL in points by players born in 2003.
1: Damn, that's crazy. So yeah, he like this kid is probably gonna be a top 10 pick. Mm, top, say top 20 to be say, Top 20 pick to the NHL probably top 10 pick
0: once he drafted in two years uh
1: two years yes so 2021
0: i think mad prediction he's going to seattle Oh yeah. that's, that's the prediction
1: i'll be, cool. be goes to winnipeg <laughs> <laughs> <The second laughs> true goes to winnipeg, i'm buying a mctavis jersey on that would be sick like, man, this guy is actually pretty, like, it's it's so cool that he comes from, he comes from a little bit outside where I live, but, like, he played for the A team where I live, played for the L- Midget Lumber Kings team, played, he played five games with the Lumber Kings, got seven points, that's pretty, pretty good there. Um, and, yeah, now he's playing yeah. with Peterborough Pete's, almost a point per game. He's got 12 <laughs> goals in 19 games in his rookie season. He's yeah. Goal scorer. Um, yeah, that's... And uh, Bantam Triple A, he had 49 goals in 30 games. Last year in Midget Triple A with the Pembroke Lumber Kings Triple A team, uh, 40, 47 goals in 41 games. So,
0: that's mm-hmm.
1: pretty good. Gets quite a bit of penalty minutes, though. 41 games, 109 penalty minutes. <laughs> yeah. He's still only got four penalty minutes this year. But, yeah, he watch out for him. He's going to be a pretty good player. And, yeah. His, one of his relatives is the owner, coach, and GM of the Lumber Kings. Uh, just not sure exactly.
0: I wanted to talk about Seattle. Okay? Yeah. All right. I'm looking at this website right now, thehockeywriters.com. Maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't. I think I have. <laughs> um, and they wrote this article, I don't know when, if this was recent or not. Uh, July 18th, 2019. Maybe it's it's not too recent, maybe. There might be some out of date stuff. But they talk about some players that could potentially be picked up, like in the expansion draft, right? Hmm. And according to them, Darcy Kemper is likely to be exposed.
1: Okay, when did they write this, though? Huh? When did they write this?
0: Middle of July.
1: Okay. He also wasn't
0: this good last year. Yeah, he was actually. He was good. If you look at wasn't... no, he he has very similar stats to his stats last year for the first half of the season, which is pretty concerning because like for Arizona, because look, what if he re- he could just repeat that and then at the second half of the season he's just not that good, yeah. you know? But I
1: mean, the thing I don't think
0: still... that'll happen. Last year, they weren't in a playoff spot now, yeah. and this year, they're like 7th yeah. in the NHL.
1: And last year, too, they had a lot of injury problems. Like, a lot. Mm-hmm. So that could also affect it a little bit. But yeah, I don't think he... I think he, on Like, what other goalie is Arizona going to protect right now? I mean, they have Ranta, but he's not as good as Kemper.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Well, Ranta's still been doing good. Yeah,
1: he's been doing good, but... I, Another I, thing right on now,
0: here... Yeah, another thing on here. Actually, no. Do no, you I, think... I'm going
1: to choose Aiden Hill over the both of them.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 do you think Zidane O'Chara could play another season?
1: Um. Well, you got to think of it this way. Could the average person do it? Absolutely not. Could he do it? Yes.
0: Sedano Chara is far above the average person.
1: He's definitely not by, he's an alien
0: or a robot. <laughs> Did you see him with the his jaw held together in game 7 against St. Louis? Yeah. That was scary. That was not a human yeah, being.
1: I know. Yeah, that's not right.
0: Okay. Would Boston protect him? Would Boston protect him? They can protect three defensemen. Mm-hmm. Right? McAvoy, Krug, Carla. Okay? is not on that list. Mm. That's just predicted and based off the future of their franchise. They wouldn't protect Zadano and Chara. What is Chara's
1: contract right
0: now? Is it one year? Um. It's, it's only one year for sure.
1: Okay. What if. Well, the thing is. Wait. Does Seattle come in next year?
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. This is the last year. Okay. It's uh, 31 teams. So. Until what, Arizona the loses their team, right?
1: right now?
0: Um. You know what? I could pull that up.
1: Be- because if the Bruins have a lot of space, why not just sign into like a $10 million con? Like $10 million. They're not doing. There's. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I.
0: Oh, my goodness. I I
1: think that maybe they talk to him and they're like, okay, if you, like, we're not going to protect you. Yeah. And, like, I feel like he wants to end his career as a Bruin. I don't think he would want to. Yeah. He's old enough that he can just end it. He's won cups. He's won, like, there's no need for him to continue. Um, And if he's going to have a different team, I don't think he will.
0: Quick off-topic, um... Vancouver was beating Pittsburgh 6 3 and they just lost 8 6. What? Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Boston is $2.275 million over the cap somehow. I don't, how can they do this? How are the leafs $100 million above the cap? Someone explain. Actually, I've seen the video of someone explaining and I still don't get it
1: wait how, how much are they over
0: uh they're over by 14 million dollars
1: um i'm pretty sure it's something to do with like ir like injury reserve what what um the raptors are beating the Knicks 123 to zero
0: <laughs> no that's not real go,
1: go on google right now <laughs> 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 I know the Knicks are bad but <laughs> No, that's okay, that's wrong That
0: has to be wrong and It says 123
1: to 98 for me <laughs> 123 to 0 <laughs> Wait, wait, what
0: for does me it say it says for you? 123 to 98 Which is okay. probably yeah, the actual yeah. <laughs> screenshot.
1: This is ridiculous <laughs> Oh, um, something I just saw or saw earlier, but I just remember.
0: 126 now um, to zero.
1: <laughs> so
0: <laughs> most dominant game ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Rod Brandon Moore, who I think might have been an assistant coach, um, uh, when uh, uh, Bill Peters was the head coach of the uh, Hurricanes. Who I'm, mm-hmm. pr- uh, I'm pretty sure that's when he might have punched and kicked uh, Michael Jordan or whatever his name was. Noted basketball mm-hmm. player and hockey player and baseball player. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming that's when it would have happened because Brendan Moore says, um, in an interview, said it for sure happened um, on yeah. the incident with Peters and Jordan. So, um, yeah, that's. I'm surprised that Brendan Moore didn't really say anything. Um,
0: he might have said more in the interview. I didn't really watch it, so... Uh, oh. Sure. Alright, so I want to see something quickly. Um, back to goalie stats. Chicago's been having some good goaltending this season, right? They have Robin Leonard, who's number one. Corey Crawford, who's number 12. Corey Crawford's having a good enough season right now, right? Yeah. He has. He's, what, 920 save percentage, 277 goals against average. He's doing a lot better than he has in recent years. He will be available for selection. Or, Robin Leonard will be available for selection.
1: That's... The thing with Crawford is... He's going through a lot in his career in terms of injuries. Yeah. And concussions especially. One more concussion and... I don't... I don't know.
0: Exactly. But still...
1: I, I would take Leonard at this time.
0: Okay, but that's probably who they're protecting. Yeah. That's the thing. So,
1: Crawford. But the, this is really interesting,
0: looking yeah, through this. Yeah, it really
1: is. The thing is, though, who else is available? Like,
0: for Chicago?
1: No, no, no. For, like, uh, like, just other... Because Seattle might take... Maybe they find two other goalies that they like more than uh, Leonard. Like- Let's
0: see. I'm looking at for exposed example, goalers. Kudobin.
1: No, no, hold on. Washington Capitals, okay.
0: No. No, no, hold on. <laughs> no. I... No,
1: hold on. Braden Holtby and Elias or Samsonov. Samsonov is supposed to be pretty damn good. First round. Yeah. Pick a Couple
0: years ago. Oh, do you think? Are you trying to suggest that they do what Pittsburgh did with Flurry?
1: What?
0: Were they? What they? They don't protect Backstrom, and they they keep Samsonov. They'd be able to resign Backstrom. Yeah. Wait. That's probably what they'll do. You know?
1: So, like, protect Samsonov and Holby?
0: No, oh. protect Samsonov. And, like, how Vegas got Flurry, the better goalie, but for their future, so that both teams essentially win. You know?
1: I'm a little confused.
0: Because Pittsburgh gave up Flurry because Matt Murray was the younger goalie. Uh huh. Right, so they had a future. Mark Andre Fleury was a lot older, not that much of a future. Like you want a good goalie, right? Yeah, yeah. And especially Mark Andre Fleury was what thirty three, when he went to Vegas, Mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So yeah, I could definitely see Holtby. Yeah. Not being protected.
1: It would be very hard to. like think of who's gonna, uh, gonna like, come out. Of, like, is there some? There's some good tandems, right? Like,
0: yeah. Um, like think of this, Bishop could open. Yeah. Do you I mean, think? I take Bishop. Well, Bishop's gonna be protected. Yeah. He's one of the best goalies in yeah, the NHL. that's what I'm
1: about to like keep,
0: protecting Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, do you think there could be a trade for a team that has a good tandem, like Dallas, mm-hmm. where they trade away their backup goalie to get to get prospects that is or, something like, that anything.
1: Or something, like that, something else that could happen, and this is how Vegas got pretty good. I'm pretty sure... I don't even think they chose William Carlson. I'm pretty sure he was traded to them so that they don't pick someone else. So I've seen things where... Uh, well, actually, they, Vegas also got a lot of draft picks out of this, so teams would give a draft pick. Or no, I'm pretty sure what happened is uh Columbus gave them a couple draft picks saying you have to choose Carlson if we give you this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that like they wanted them to not I think they didn't want them to choose like Corpus Salo or something. Or someone else, I can't remember who. Um and so they gave them a few draft picks, said, Can you please choose William Carlson? They chose William Or yeah, they chose William Carlson, got the draft picks. William Carlson scored mm-hmm. four goals in his first season with them. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, so Vegas got really good on doing that kind of thing. Um, a lot of teams, or quite a few teams did that, where, like, they gave, they offered something for them to choose a certain player. And they ended up working... Uh, ended up working well. So... Yeah. So yeah. I think of another good goaltending tandem that we could see broken up by that. And, like, so right, right now, I'd say holbeard oh. and all is taken. And then...
0: Think of this, okay? Mm. The Rangers, who are they protecting? Longquist or Georgiev?
1: Well, the thing is with that, is they have another good goalie coming through the system named, I think, Igor Shostyorkin.
0: Yes. Like, out of the two, they're the current NHLers, who who would they protect?
1: I think they have to protect Lundqvist. Like, it's...
0: So they're gonna well, give away their future of goaltending just because well, he's been well, a Ranger forever.
1: Georgiev isn't even like he, he's decent, but he's not like top. And he's
0: top. gonna be no, he he will be. That's the thing. I think he will I be. I so. I think Rangers organization thinks he will be too.
1: Well, the thing is, okay, if you're if you're them, you have to look at who they like. Everyone they have, they have Jorgen, mm-hmm. who looks pretty good. I'm pretty sure he's playing the age of them, so it's not even like. Um, he's out in Russia, probably not even going to come over. I think he's playing in AHL for them right now. So, mm-hmm. you have him, and he's supposed to be pretty damn good. Like, he's put up good, like, hold on, let me look it up. He's put up good numbers mm-hmm. in the KHL, I believe. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, if you look at that, um, hold on. SCR us load, there, we go. So yeah, he's playing for the Hartford Wolfpack, which is their AHL team. Um, right now, in 12 games, it doesn't say what his wins and losses are right now, but in 12 games, he's got a goals against average of two, only 2.06, and a save percentage of .927 in his rookie year in the uh, AHL. Mm. Um, KHL last year, K, K, this is in the KHL last year. Um, actually, here, let's start in his first year in the KHL. Uh, 2015-16 was his first year. He played seven... Er, hold on. It's very confusing. 2014-15 was his first year. He played six games, 2.33 goals against average, 0.917. Percentage. That's really good for a rookie goaltender. He would have been, like, yeah. 17 or something. Maybe less. I think. Um, next year, seven games, 2.58. So, a bit of a decrease um 9.912 save percentage not uh, great like i mean for a second year goal is still good then the yeah. next year this is his first year as like a starter in the KHL 39 games played 1.64 goals against average .937 go- uh, save percentage the next year 28 games played 1.7 goals against average .933 save percentage um and then last year in the KHL 28 games played, 1.11 goals against average, 0.953 mm. Oh, average. my God. Then in the AHL, 12 games played, 2.06 goals against, and... Uh, you know, um... He's going to be one of the top few goalies in the league, I think.
0: You know, um, who... What this website, or this right, this, uh, Sing Sang Will be taken from Winnipeg. Guess.
1: Yeah. Yes. Um uh, Blake Wheeler, because he'll be. N-
0: no, he has a no movement uh, clause, anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, huh. Which I just found out about, but.
1: It's all gonna be defensive, <laughs> because they only have three defense, but not even worth looking at.
0: <laughs> uh, although it could, but. Uh, Logan Stanley. <laughs>
1: I'd say either Brassois or, like, Perot, Larry Cop, something like that.
0: Mason Appleton. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, you know how I... I didn't know who Appleton was because he was playing in the AHL until I played NHL 19. <laughs> and <on a> <laughs> Stop go, talking oh, about NHL 19. That game French was go, bad. He had Be 70 honest. goals. Hold on. He had 70 goals. He, he, I think he played for the Leafs on it um he had busy he was that's unfortunate he had 70 goals hundred and like forty some points he was 92 mm-hmm. overall i'm like who is this guy what's well, because I, I look and he was drafted in like 2015 or 16 by the jets in like the sixth fifth or sixth round i'm like is this guy like a <laughs> person I'm like hey, is he like computer generated in this game and was somehow put back in time look him up realize he's playing in the for the manitoba moose i'm like Bruh, no way.
0: And he won, he won Rookie of the Year for yeah. AHL.
1: Sammy Niku so. won like, best defenseman in the league in his rookie year.
0: That's crazy. As a seventh round Sammy pick. Niku isn't
1: very good. And the NHL <laughs> is pretty decent. <laughs> well, it used to be, at least. I don't know. What are his stats this year? But, okay, you have to look. He was a 7th round pick. He's not supposed to be good. <laughs> He's good for what he is.
0: Alright. But yeah. So, looking at some stats, Actually, right? wait,
1: really quick, really quick, quick. All right. Well, in the AHL this year, he's got 12 points in 15 games. Not bad.
0: Uh. Niki. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, and when he won like defenseman of the year or whatever, he was a plus 17, um, and 54 points in 76 games in his rookie season.
0: Yeah, that's. Really that's... Right. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So one thing I want to talk about yeah. some point. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me do some quick calculation.
1: After this, we should maybe start wrapping it up a little bit. Yeah,
0: maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. All right. Um. So let's talk about the fact that Leon Dryside was on pace for over one hundred and fifty points this year. Or not
1: because it's scaring (laughs) me. No. And then his line mate. We're looking at like a modern era like Messier and Gretzky. Just
0: Messier. You mean Curry and Gretzky? Messier and Gretzky did not play on the same line. I do not think. No.
1: Okay. Well, Curry and Gretzky.
0: Was Maybe. Messier not their second-line center? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It was 40 years ago, yeah. almost.
1: I wasn't allowed back then.
0: <laughs> uh, more people have okay. been comparing yeah. it to Yager Lemieux.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: That's more in the range of points, yeah. That's, it's crazy. That's ridiculous, man. Like, 300 points between the two of them in one unit? Yeah.
0: That's
1: ridiculous.
0: All right. Like, Let's see. Hold on.
1: I saw a thing, it was like, will, uh, will, uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid ever catch, um, Gretzky and, uh, and Curry? And it was like, so, uh, Dreisaitl and McDavid are at, like, oh, we're at like 700 or something, and, uh, Gretzky and Curry were, like, 2,000-something, and if they get 300 points a year, <laughs> they're gonna pass them by a lot.
0: Alright. Yeah, they're they're both combined on pace for two hundred and ninety nine points. Wow.
1: If anyone says McDavid isn't the best player in the NHL <laughs> don't even talk to me. Like you're a clown, bro. He
0: you're forgetting the better. best player in the NHL, Lucas Pisa? <laughs> he, he scored. He scored. They he let, let Lucas Pisa score. <laughs>
1: Alright, well, anything else?
0: Uh, just quickly, David Pasternak, going back to his goals of 23 and 25, is he a safe bet for the Richard, or does someone else catch him?
1: Uh, is anyone else close right now? (laughs)
0: Um, I believe the closest is, let me, let me load it's probably
1: someone, this quickly. It's either McDavid or Dreisaitl probably.
0: I think it's Dreisaitl. I'd say. If this would load, that would be lovely.
1: Yeah, it, uh, it's McDavid, 18. Is it McDavid? And then Marshawn, 17. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, here's the thing. Anything can happen with McDavid, okay? He can go out and get 10 goals yeah. in one night. Honestly. I probably could.
0: Honestly.
1: <laughs> like, I think, okay, I think Pasternak does get it. Or wait, you said for the Marisa shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Pasternak does get it, but I think he ends up getting a little bit of trouble from McDavid. But, yeah. Yeah. Or James Neal. He could put up a little bit of <laughs>
0: James Neal is. Let me just quickly check what's he, what he's on pace for, because I I just think this is funny.
1: <laughs> we all do. John Gabriel Pajot though. Do you know how many goals he has? <laughs>
0: True. Like twelve.
1: Thirteen. One less. One less 13? than James
0: okay.
1: Neal. <laughs> one less than Jack Eichel. One less than McKinnon. One less than o- or sorry, two less than Ovechkin. Three less than Dreisaitl.
0: More Let's than see. Lining. James Neal predicted to hit forty-four goals, which would be his record in goals by four. Which is, <laughs> wow. I didn't know he was a forty-goal scorer until today.
1: Do you know what I remember? What? Um, back in the Connor McDavid draft year, Connor McEichel draft draft year. Um, I remember before the World Juniors, people were saying that the World Juniors is gonna we're gonna see in the World Juniors who will likely be taken first overall. People, yeah. People thought it would be McDavid, but they mm-hmm. weren't for sure they thought Eichel could go first. Yeah. <laughs> and Eichel is a really good player, but he's mm-hmm. nothing compared to McDavid. Like yeah, it's not even close. Eichel's Let's been see. on better teams, how more points. the playoffs. McDavid's
0: made the playoffs made to the second round. Well McDavid is seventeen more points ahead of him. Yeah. In seventeen two games. more games. <laughs> yeah. Two more games. So all Jack Eichel needs to do is record nine goals in his next two <laughs> games to prove his haters wrong. <laughs> I guess Who's McDavid's that? the hater maybe. Yeah. Who's the hater? I don't is know. it us? I don't know. It's us. Okay, we're, we're the haters. Okay,
1: we're the haters. Anyways, I'm tired. I want to go get ready for that Jets game coming on at ten thirty Eastern Standard
0: Time. Which I'll definitely watch all of it and not fall asleep.
1: <laughs> like, I got school, <laughs> bro. Why can't why can't everyone just have the same times? Anyways,
0: um, yeah. Because the Earth's round.
1: That would that would create world peace if that were to happen. Anyways, we'll see about that. Flat and uh, <laughs> and that thanks for watching. Make sure you like and subscribe to this uh, on YouTube um, and on Apple Podcasts. Just enjoy the video, or the, not the video, the, the sound, I guess. Um, check out our Twitter, our Instagram, uh, at ChellTalk for both. Um, we post like news and stuff um, on both. Um, yeah, go check those out.
0: Follow at Phil Kessel underscore fan club fastest growing NHL meme page.
1: And uh, if you don't like Phil Kessel, go follow Laurent underscore bruslaw, because, you know, the goat. And yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, Stay tuned for other videos, because we will be posting more often now. Um, And yeah, thanks. Bye.